Hello and welcome to another episode of the Autos and Airways podcast. Today we are joined by my friend Amelia, all the way from England. Um, so Amelia, thank you so much for coming on. And uh, before we get started, why don't you uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, you know, you know, what you do, you know, obviously you're into cars, but yeah. So I'm Amelia. Um, I am a digital content creator and also have just started an automotive digital marketing agency. Nice. Yeah. 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 It's, you know, it's something that nowadays is a, it's an industry that's growing, especially as the world gets more and more, you know, online. online yeah. I mean, um, marketing is completely moving digital now. It is, yeah. So I mean, who, who who does magazine ads? Like, not many people. Um, no, there are those few petrol heads that do read magazines. My dad's being one of them that has piles of magazines. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do enjoy reading a magazine, but I also enjoy scrolling through social media and looking at yeah. car reels for three hours without yeah. stopping. It's addictive. It is. Yeah, it is. No, I agree. Um, I'm old, I'm old school. I like the magazines. Yeah, I did, I it's did, nice to hold them. Yeah, it's something tangible, you know. That, mm. that, but which you don't get with the digital world, but the digital world—that's just the way the world's going. That's you know, it's it the is. future. There's so much potential for that. Um, yeah, exactly. I mean, it's how we met. Yeah, yeah. You meet a lot of people online now with the same interests. That's yeah. what I love. That's why I love doing that. My social media accounts because you yeah. meet so many people. Yeah, I mean, like Same I said, interest. we met each other. You're, you know, thirty eight hundred miles away, something like that. You know, exactly. And here we are we're talking. We would, we would never have met otherwise. No, and it's it's. it's and I you saw know, you in London at the odd chance when you were there. Which is very possible. You never know. Exactly. You never know. You never I could have been sitting next to you in a restaurant or a table next to me or you know, it could have been in a museum or something at the same time and you would have never exactly. known and i would never have known that you had a passion for cars as well yeah it's um it's crazy. It crazy it's the internet exactly. so um yeah we'll start off do cars and bids um i'll go first um so the car i chose is eh, if people that know me people that listen to this will not be surprised um, I don't think you were surprised either. No, it's but part of the group we love. It's a 2013 Jaguar XKR Coupe. Uh, it has the portfolio package. It's it's an interest, interesting spec here. We have, it's um, it's Polaris white with a navy blue interior. Uh, I do not like a navy interior. I, I just don't like it. However, this combination works. Um, it, it works. It's 2013. This was the, yeah, 2013 was the last year of the XK. Uh, it was replaced by the F-Type, even though it's yeah. not a direct replacement. F-Type is a sports car. This is more of a G, not more of, it is a GT, but one that still drives very well. It's five liter supercharged VH, the AJ, uh, 133, 510 horsepower, 461 pound-feet of torque, I think. Is that right? Uh, yes, 461. Uh, it's got the six-speed, um, and I what say on them? it was like low to mid fours, which is it's fast. But I mean, compared to stuff yeah. nowadays, it's like 
you know, uh, know. 10 years ago. Far from 2013. Yeah, right. it's pretty cool. And uh, I, w- I do say this properly, even though I'm not British. Um, it is It has a six-speed ZF automatic <laughs> transmission. Uh, it's obviously German, but that's that's the correct way to, you know, yeah. that's, that's the correct way. Um, people, I will say it does get on my nerves when British people, like, come to the U.S. or talk about, like, oh, yeah, I have a, I have a Corvette Z06 or a Camaro ZL1. I'm like, say Z. Like, like Z. don't. Z. Yeah. I think you were the one that when I posted something about like the World Cup, I called it, you know, I said soccer and you corrected me. I think that was you. Yeah. Yeah. Where where did the American language originate from? Point taken. (laughs) (laughs) However, I've gone, I've said this, I've said this before. I've always said, y'all invented it. Y'all invented the English language. We refined it. Right, we'll agree to disagree on that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Is. Have an American yeah. person, a British person next to each other talking. Yeah, the Americans, nine times out of 10, will sound less intelligent. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it is, uh, it's, it's, it's an XKR. It's, uh, nice. it's, it's got, you know, active exhaust, dynamic mode, Bowers and Wilkins sound system, heated and cooled seats. Well, interiors, it's blue. Um, yeah, it's, it's blue and it has these god awful aftermarket floor oh, mats. Wow. I don't know. I don't like them. You know what? I do like the interior. I love I the do. wood. I like the wood. In the, 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 I don't do that anymore. The contrast stitching is quite nice. It is nice. It's nicely done. Yeah. Would I choose it? No. No. I wouldn't. But it does have a little, there is some piano gloss black. Like, yeah, I hate that. But it's it's nice. And uh, let's see, let's find the. I would not like to sit in the back of it, though. That's where I was going with this. Yeah, I mean, look. Look at the seat. <sighs> that reminds me, we used to have a 2007 Maserati Grand Sport mm-hmm. when I was growing up, and uh, sitting in the back of that was hard work. Yeah. Even, yeah, no. It didn't I work. had uh, a couple years ago. Uh, one of my best friends from high school, his dad used to have a 911. He had at least in the, yeah. it was a 2018 Carrera 4S. And we would always take that out. And uh, he picked me up in it. And then we went to my neighbor's house and it was my neighbor. And then um, like her best friend who I went to grade school, my neighbor and I went to grade school and, you know, her best friend went to grade. So I've known her for, you know, 15 yeah. years or more. And, um, they, I almost had to sit in the back of that. And I was like, I'm not sitting in the back of that. <laughs> I'm not very tall, but I'm not sitting in the back of that. No. So, and uh, he was just, he was driving. He was just scaring them to death. Uh, two, uh, two screaming girls in the backseat of a 9-11. And I was just like, <laughs> what did I do to get into this situation? <laughs> but, um, but no, that was a fun car. But yeah, kind of, yeah seats back there for like just why you're not gonna put people i mean maybe if you had a kid but other than that no why has it got 112 photos pictures sell cars yeah yeah the the more pictures the better but i mean like speaking 
look at this. If you can fit a five-year-old in here, if you amputate your legs. Yeah, but they, they dip so much anyway. Yeah, it's like sitting on like a... Yeah, it's a bit strange. Yeah. I haven't actually seen seats dip that much. Can you, what was that? I haven't seen seats dip that much. No, no. It was clearly an afterthought. Um, yeah. So let's let's move on to the car that you chose, which um, I guess people I'm that know you... My decision now. Isn't, it's not surprising. No, it's obviously a Range Rover. L322 supercharged v8 2007 it has been messed around with as you can see but it's, but it's still a range rover tasteful mods i think it's got it's yeah. got a johnson rod lift kit which is you know a lot of people do that yeah you know no, it's nice tires. it's i like it it is it's a future classic let's be honest oh 100 i'd say it already it is. is um it, i know especially now the new range rovers come out Mm -hmm. I think it's made these look even cooler. Yeah. I mean, this was, it, it's so hard for me to choose. What's, what's my favorite Range Rover? I mean, my least favorite is easy. It's the P38. Um, mm -hmm. Every, basically every 90s car was not great. P38 was good, but it, it was just. Yeah. yeah. It's the one that's not talked about. Right. But L322, it, it, it brought the utilitarian the luxury utilitarian aspects of the old one into the yeah. modern era. And but it just even got the better. Queen, the Queen still drives one. Mm -hmm. That says a lot. <laughs> I'm sure you've seen the video of the Queen driving her Range Rover listening to like trance music. Right? <laughs> that is very cool. Like very cool. But um but they're brilliant. I mean my dad's got a 2009 supercharged autobiography and he uses that as a daily at the moment until he waits for the new Range Rover to come out. Um, and it's brilliant. It's not great on fuel no. and it's not great around corners, but it's got so much technology in it. Yeah. Yeah. Just, even for the time, like, oh, no, no. that stuff had some, it had some cool stuff in it. I mean, I mean, Audubon, they had, that's, that had the full digital gauges, um, yeah. heated and cooled massage seats. Even the back too well, had all that. Apart from Apple CarPlay. Yeah. Which is which... important for me. I, I think, honestly, if a car's got Apple CarPlay nowadays, that's all you need. I, uh, I think I've, I've said this before. I think I'm the only person in the world that does not like Apple CarPlay. I really? Yeah. Do you have, have an Android? iPhone interesting no i don't have an android i mean i uh i i, I, the, I the iphone se i went cheap because i i like i like the home button i'm old school yeah i like you know fair enough i fair like enough. the home button i don't like change but no i don't i don't use carplay because <laughs> whenever i'm in a rental Why? car i do because there's no navigation in a rental car and you know and it's hard to get to know how to use another car when yeah. you're not using it for right but i'll yeah. say the the infotainment system in my defender is <laughs> they went from making some of the worst infotainment to some of the best mm. but the pivy pro is amazing and yeah. uh the navigation system in that works really well and it i just got an update for wireless apple carplay and uh when i my phone bluetooth to it, it automatically went to carplay 
and my voice control went to Siri and I was like, please go away. I don't want this. No, I, I love that. It's just so easy. I know, but it's I, so- I know. I, yes, it has benefits 100%. It's just not for me. And, you um, know, I like the voice control on my car because it's British. You know, yeah. Do you know one thing that really annoys me about my golf that I've got? Mm-hmm. So you have, I li- it has voice control, the voice mm-hmm. control button. I clicked on it and it said you need an activation key from your dealer. So it's two hundred and fifty pounds to get the activation key to have voice control. And it's like, ooh, but I've noticed if you hold it down instead of just pressing it, it comes to Siri. So Siri, it uses that key for Siri, which is fine for me. But I was a bit like. Bullshit. 250 quid for voice control. You'd think it came with it. Yeah, I um you know, one of our company cars um is uh it's a 2006 GMC Envoy. She never got those. Uh, it's it's General Motors SUV. Um and uh we actually we bought it brand new. My mom drove it until she got her disco four, and then my dad, you know, he drove it until he got his Audi. And he sold it uh, to, to, to the company just because it's very usable. And that thing was, it's 2006. It has voice control, but it only works if you have an OnStar subscription. It's um, annoying. But it doesn't matter. It's an 06 yeah. voice control. So if you say something to it, chances are it's not going to, it's not going to work. It's not yeah. going to read your voice, but, uh, okay. but no, speaking of, so yeah, well, you, um, got a new car i did golf gti tcr which you don't have in america Mm-mm. no we don't we um you know the only special edition gti we've had in like the past 10 years was yeah. um it was like for the last year of the mark 7 they did a gt a golf gti rabbit edition because yeah what is that i've heard of it it was basically just it was a base model GTI. Yeah. And it came in some, it came in a couple of different, like, I guess, heritage inspired colors. And it had yeah. a rabbit badge on the back. And that was it. Okay. That was it. So no performance or anything? <laughs> nope. Nope. It was just, no, we, the Volkswagen kind of screws us over in a lot of ways. But, you know, we, we never got, the club sport we never got tcr we never got um club sport s nope that's so sad we we do get a six-speed golf r yeah that that doesn't do it for me you know you guys only have dsg yeah i get that yeah i get that i was supposed to i was supposed to drive the new golf r last friday but uh i had to cancel for some personal reasons but uh, but I drove the new GTI, the Mark Eight, and um, dynamically, I think it was it's a little sharper than Mark Seven, a little bit less understeer. But the interior is not. <laughs> oh no, my pen's exploded! <laughs> my finger. Yeah, it's, uh, don't put your head on your face; it's just gonna get worse. Can you see my face in this? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Oh no! Luckily, this is like this like this happened to me all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I swear. 
Oh no. Oh. Yeah, I might have to try and get that off. It's, do it's getting better. Do we keep that in or do we edit it out? <laughs> I'll oh, tell you no. what, I think it'd be it'd be hilarious for YouTube. <laughs> that is quite funny. Look, it completely like exploded. So you need to get you need to get a pen like this. It I chew pens. I have a problem with chewing pens. Your pen chew. It's a lot of people do that. It's, you know. I have to, let me just put sort my face out. <laughs> That's so. I always do things like that. They. My nickname used to be Accident Prone Annie. <laughs> my name's not Annie because I just do things like that. So that is not great. Now I'm gonna have a patch, but it's fine. Hey, luckily, it's dark enough in there, I don't think. See, this is why I told you, is it live? Because I knew things like this would happen. <laughs> oh, well. Let's see. Oh, does it, is it, it, do you see it? it? Yes. You see, I can see it because I knew that happened, but if I did not know that happened, <laughs> I would have never that? known. Yeah, I know I nothing about makeup, but it's that's not my <laughs> it's not my forte. Um, but I can't believe that's just happened. I don't know. This is teaches me to. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, I think you'll have to leave that bit in because otherwise people would think I've just got a weird face. Yeah. And I've just covered it up. I haven't taken it off. Yeah. Okay. There you go. There you go. Perfect. So yeah. So. Let's yeah, talk about um, you know, what's so, special about the TCR? What is it? You know, I know you told of, me, but a lot of people say to me, why didn't you get a golf R? And the reason is because I find the golf R boring. Not in the sense when you drive it. I find the four-wheel drive a bit limiting. Um, so I got this, I've always wanted the TCR. It was made in 2019 as a, it wasn't limited edition. It was like a low factory run. I think they made like a, a thousand in the UK. Um, and it basically has 290 brake horsepower and about, I think it's 380 newton meters of torque. Um, it's got, uh, it's basically the track edition Golf GTI. So think Golf R performance with two wheel drive. Yeah. And it is incredibly good fun to drive. I mean, so my dad bought the Mark 8 Golf R, which is perfect for him because he does a lot of motorway miles. Um, but when he gets in my car, he's literally has the biggest smile on his face. And he, he says, this is cooler than the Golf R. The styling, the red, the seats. And also they did the color pure gray, which is the color my car is. Um, which only came in the TCR. So it's a bit like, it's a bit like Moonstone Grey, but not, it's better. But it's yeah. incredibly good one to drive. Right. Yeah, I, um... Oh. That, see, that one there has the performance pack, um, which I didn't get because I wanted the Club Sport wheels um, that are the lightest wheels that Volkswagen made. Mm -hmm. um i think with the performance pack they took the speed limiter off as well which is okay. interesting um and then obviously it comes with the honeycomb detailing uh this stuff side. right here yeah so some people it's like marmite in the uk you either love it or you hate it 
I love it purely like I came from an art bath and I love the stickers on it um it's meant to be like the honeycomb in the grill of a GTI yeah I, so, yeah I see that I see that but people say it's a bit random looking but if Oops. I get bored I can take off yeah, I don't mind it it's, it was it's, not it's different it's different but I don't mind it yeah it um, came I think it came in red black and um, white and then the pure gray it's basically just like kind of like all GTIs really or at least here in the US there's not many um there's not many colors you can choose actually yeah, let's uh I'll just kind of show you um how the GTI works here in the US I'll pull this up uh, yeah I'll be interested to know again. uh let's see this thing is just crap just just disgusting I, ID4, yeah. <sighs> I think it's ID3 that they had to stop production in the UK because they couldn't keep up with demand for it. I'll tell you what, I drove an ID4 last month. Uh, it's in no. the past year, it's the worst new car I've driven. Yeah. It is so, it has drum brakes. Oh. Which you don't, you don't need, your rear brakes are drum. I think that's yeah. the only car, brand new car in the U.S. that comes with drum brakes. Yeah. Um, so this is this is our GTI. So let's, let's see. You've got the honeycomb grill as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Build your golf GTI. So this is welcome to the U.S. These are the you have S, SE, and Autobahn. Do you know what I hate those wheels? These ones. Yeah, I can't remember what their name is, but I hate them. They are the worst golf uh, golf GTI wheels. Yeah, they. It doesn't like say. Them? I don't. I don't mind them, but I don't know why I have a vengeance for them. Those other ones, on the other hand, are lovely. These ones. On the yeah. What's so, the autobahn? So that's our top of the line. So here, Very like, nice. what's what's different? Um, you know, I talked to a lot of people, you know, international people, and I have to explain Volkswagen of America. It's very different to what you have. So yeah. you, you, let's say you want to order a new GTI, um, you go to your Volkswagen dealer and all of your options, they're all a cart. You choose, you know, that option, that option, that option here in the U S you have three trim levels and there are no options, um, other than on the SE both. So your options are, uh, manual or DSG. And then on the SE, you can get, um, a, a leather package. Yeah. And that that's it. And other than and then there's like accessories, you know, like the floor mats, you know, crossbars, yeah. bumper protector, whatever. But S, this is the base, comes very well equipped. It just under thirty thousand dollars. You get digital cockpit. You get the uh, front limited slip diff, heated steering wheel. Uh, it does have a manual climate control, um, heated seats as well. You have the plaid cloth. Um, it's nice uh and then you get the, what the one that most people probably get will be the se and that okay. gives you sunroof um keyless entry the harming card and sound system bigger yeah. screen and then the one that i would get is the autobahn yeah. it's expensive Sorry. it's thirty eight thousand dollars that lot. gives you that's the only way you can get dcc see that's what i i on my car and, i have yeah, dynamic chassis control and I waited to find the right one because 
yeah it's so important on a golf especially a performance golf in that's the only way you can get i mean they should make dcc an option for the lower yeah. end trims you also get a heads-up display you know automatic parking leather heated rear seats better headlights that's what's really cool is um the leather i think i sent this to you but some people will, will not know um the uh, on a gti for me it's cloth all the way purely yeah. because of the heritage of it they were always cloth um any other car i'd probably get leather but it's just on a gti it just has to be cloth i was i was the same way until i saw the leather for the new gti the mark 8 okay her load I'll reserve my judgment until I see yeah. it. It's not gonna. It yeah. I hit the interior That's button. Go. It is taking forever, isn't it? Gallery. Oh, hang on, hang on. I'm sure this is probably. Yeah, let's let's go here. Maybe. That's pretty cool. Black, gray, yeah. and red. Yeah, I like that. That's done nicely. And they're very supportive and they are heated and cooled. Yeah, nice. You get cooled seats in a golf in the US. Very cool. Um, however, the passenger seat is manual, which, okay. you know, I mean, for, for 40 grand, it should be powered. But yeah, um, it's for me, it's not a deal breaker, break, no. breaker, breaker. Um, I'm also the guy that has a, a, a sixty plus thousand dollar Land Rover Defender with manual seats, and huh. um, you know, like I've said, in you know, in practice, it's fine. It doesn't bother yeah. me. Um, but in theory, you're spending that much money on a car; they better be powered. Yeah. And they're half powered. The backrest is powered and has powered lumbar, but forward, backward, up, down is manual. Um, and then you can see this is an actual picture of the seat. Um, Nice. Of course, the lady driving it is matching uh, yeah. the car. Is you know you have to and six yeah. speed. So, but uh, yeah, that's uh, and then the Golf R in the U.S. uh comes with ev basically everything that the GTI Autobahn does. Um, and the only option you can get on that is uh, do you want a manual or do you want a DSG? DSG is like eight hundred dollars more, and you get you know, it's you the lapis blue. And then there's the black and the white, and that's. I love DSG. So love I'm never going back now. DSG yeah. all the way in a Volkswagen. Oh, well, DSG is great. I mean, I love it, but I'm like, I, I, I need a manual. Yeah, but I've got the Mark II that's manual, yeah. so yeah, you got the. But um, the exhaust on mine is Akropovic. I can never oh, yeah. say that properly. See, I've heard. I've, I have heard. Acro, I've heard Akropovic, I've heard Akropovic. Most people I, yeah. refer to it as Akropovic. Yeah, I, I just it's, said Akropovic. It's like Czech or something like that. It's, yeah. it's, but it sounds um, epic, but it's got a soft limiter, which disappoints me a bit after coming from the Arbath that literally had the record Monza exhaust and was very loud. Um, so it is more subtle, but it sounds great when I'm driving. Mm -hmm. I, I know you don't need to rev a car when you're like at a standstill, but sometimes I want to. Yeah. Does, does, it, play, does it play fake engine noise through the speakers? I think it does. I think it does. It yeah. does pop. 
pop and bang a bit when you're driving along. I think the golf not R, fake. the Mark 8 does that a lot through the speakers. I can hear it. Yeah, my Defender does it through the speakers, and it's stu- it's so stupid. I'm like, it's a Defender. Isn't that, you yeah, don't, I don't, don't need no, I don't mind it. I don't mind it. It is. Yeah. Yeah, it depends what car it is. It's a Defender. It's why? It, yeah, it doesn't need to sound like that. You know what pisses me off even more? They're doing it on the V8 Defender. Yeah, it doesn't need that. But the thing with the V8 Defender, it's not, uh, even on the outside, it's not as loud as an SVR because it's not an SVR. It's, yeah. it's a Defender V8, so it has a different exhaust. It's, it's a bit quieter. Um, but <laughs> they, uh, yeah, like, that's the last engine that you ever need fake engine noise for. Like, it, but regardless. Do you know what? You'll be glad to hear what I want to get for my next car. Defender 90? What do you think it is? Defender 90? No, 110. No, uh, 110. going to be a 110. I new, say 110. The, the new one? Yes. Yeah, it's... I don't know what engine yet. Um, but I do. I would like the Mark II Golf GTI. This is my like dream garage at the moment. Mark II Golf GTI, which I've got the GTI TTR, got that two out of four. Um, and then I want an E46 M3 convertible. Best, best M3. Yeah. I love And those. they're quite cheap at the moment and they'll go up. So not cheap, but low, lowest for an M3. In not, not, no, here it's the complete opposite. Is it? Oh my god, yeah. 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 It's um I mean you can insane. get one you can get, like 12, 13. You, you can get uh rough ones for yeah. good money, but nice mm-hmm. ones, you're spending big bucks for, for an E46. Which is yeah. a shame because it's that's in my that's my favorite BMW of all time. It just uh, it but it has to be tuning. the it has to be the facelifted one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. And I call them the Ministry of Sound Lights. <laughs> that's how I recognize yeah. them. But no, that's uh, so keep keep going on. Um, E46. Yeah, the golf. That's, that's why I want to hear about from you. What Defender engine do you think is best as a Defender driver? Um. It depends. Um, so I have the two liter congenium four cylinder, you know, I'll, I'll be, I'll be cultural petrol engine. Um, and I originally was going to get the, see again, here in the U S it's different to how you guys do it. Um, I was going to get the P 400, which is the ingenium petrol straight six mild hybrid. And that at the time I got mine, those were the only two engines you could get. And then for 22, they brought out the V8. Um, but the ultimately the reason I went with the four cylinder, I drove the six and it makes no, it, I understand the logic behind it, but it's, it's, it's mild hybrid. It has an electric supercharger, mm-hmm. but under 1500 RPM, there is, almost no throttle response at all yeah it's just dead and then you hit like 1500 rpm 2000 rpm and then you just have power um, just a broad torque curve from two grand all the way up to red line um yeah and i just could not stand that like in stopping i mean just 
I don't know. It could have changed. Um, that engine's in the Range Rover, the Range Rover Sport. Um, it's in the F Pace. It's in European XFs. It's in, I, I don't know if it's in the European X. We don't get the XE anymore here, which is a shame because that was a fantastic car. Um, yeah. But yeah, that straight six. Great engine, just not the best fit for the Defender. And yeah. I decided I would rather have a little bit of turbo lag than no throttle response whatsoever for a very short amount of time. And it was also yeah. $15,000 cheaper. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that engine's more reliable. It's been around for a little while. Um, they've yeah. been pretty good. This straight six is brand new. I don't know what long-term reliability is going to be. Um, yeah. You know, new Land Rover engines when they first come out, you know, you're kind of the test dummy for what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, but uh, if based on, in my opinion, here in the U.S., um, I, I would get the V8, but just the, the options that come with the V8 are very limited. Only a few colors, only a few interiors, and that's, that's it. So realistically, I would, in the U.S., do four-cylinder V8, six-cylinder in that order. Now you guys get the diesels which is yeah. a straight 60s. It's just the diesel version of that uh, yeah. engine. Um, again, I don't know how reliability would be, but only time will tell. But I don't think you can go wrong with that. Just just not the 200 horsepower version, because that's not enough. No. You no. have to at least get the 250. Size. You have to at least, but you also get the plug-in hybrid, which is interesting. We don't get that. Yeah, so I had the... Um... Uh, you saw the Range yeah. Rover plug-in hybrid P300E and that when it was in full hybrid mode was quick like very quick um I think it had something like 300 brake horsepower which for an Evoque I was surprised at but it's when that hybrid the electric runs out and then you go back to just whatever. having a three-cylinder because those are three cylinders yeah and then it's like oh like that's what I don't like about a plug-in hybrid is that you don't have that power the whole time. Right. And the thing with the Defender plug-in, it's it's the same engine that I have. It's the four-cylinder turbo, but it's also I don't I don't. It's a lot heavier. Yeah. Batteries are not light, so once that runs out, you um, you know, it, it, you know that I think. 300 because the that's how much power it is the four cylinders 300 horsepower it's, it's 296 horsepower 300 ps um 295 pound feet of torque i think that's like 400 newton meters or somewhere around that and it is i think it's more than zero to 60 in seven seconds seven with a four cylinder that's that's I mean, you can't really argue with that that's extremely respectable yeah, for something that big bad. with a four cylinder, like that's not bad. No, um, that's what I get. But you can't go wrong. I mean, you really can't go wrong. Um, if I were to do it over again, I would do. I would still get the same one, but I would get heads up display, and I would get the clear sight mirror. It turns yeah. into the camera. Um, I didn't get the clear sight mirror because, like I said, I was originally going to get the six cylinder, and I that came that. standard with that. Do you know what that in the evoke that made me feel sick at first, but then at the end yeah. of the, two, I literally didn't turn it off. I loved it. 
lot of it makes a lot of people sick. It's just because it's it's, it's just, you need to get used to it. Yeah, it is. I mean, I get motion sickness mm-hmm. in my partner's company car. He's got a Toyota Corolla hybrid, mm-hmm. but it's like it doesn't have any. It doesn't have gears. Oh, it's a CVT. So, yeah, so it literally like when you're driving along, it it feels so weird. Like, yeah, I mean, I actually I can't drive it. I know that sounds a bit over dramatic, but like I just can't get behind the feeling of it. CVT suck. I mean, they yeah. oh they've always sucked. Until Subarus is is improved. Um, yeah. However, Hyundai Kia. They were like the last ones to do a CVT and they waited a long time just to mm-hmm. I just figure out how everyone else did theirs. I will say I've driven one uh Kia it was a Kia Forte with um with the they, they call it an IVT, intelligent yeah. variable transmission, still a CVT. That thing I I've driven so many cars, I know that it wasn't a normal torque converter automatic, but if you were to put the average person in there, or if you were to put someone that has a pretty good knowledge about cars and they had no yeah. idea what transmission was in it, you would think it was a normal torque converter automatic. It felt like one. It didn't have any of that rubber band effect that CBTs yeah. have. It didn't have, you know, you floored it. It would, it, to be honest with you, it is, in my opinion, that CBT is better than some torque converter automatics in that same segment of vehicle. Interesting. Because it just felt... You know, and it was like under, I think they said like under 30% throttle, it will act kind of like a normal CVT. Anything over that, it will act like a normal automatic. And it does a very good job of it. A very good yeah. job of it. But I, yeah. basically every other car that has those, they suck. But what's interesting with Toyota, they're now doing, um, all their CVTs are now coming with a physical first gear. And then it shifts into CVT mode. So you have first gear for launching and then it transitions, but. Yeah, that's um, that's kind of my thought. Yeah, but, interesting. Yeah, so uh, but yeah, I don't know. Like you see, if you do Defender, how would how would you like? What would you your ideal Defender be? So you will probably know the color that blue color. Aspen blue is a lovely color. That with was black, with everything else black on it, which is I know that's different to what you yeah. have, but. I, I like like the murdered blacked out spec. I would I would do it all black, but a lot of people, especially where I live, have that. Yeah. And it has turned in in the UK into a bit of a mum car. <laughs> yeah. Which is it's unfortunate, but yeah. Land Rover have to tailor this to the market to be honest. They do. And, I mean, we had a Defender um, when it was first launched, the first edition, in the same colour you had it you have yours mm-hmm. um and it was brilliant the fact that you can lower it to get the dogs in it does it does feel like a defender inside there's yeah. parts that remind me of the defender um but obviously it was a shock to the system for a lot of people mm-hmm. because it was so different but i love it i love it and i love the old defender and i'll yeah. never like not love it but i would much rather drive the new defender every day than the old Defender, because I get out with backache in that yeah. 2015 one. Um, so, yeah. You know, I was kind of, I was having a conversation with a friend of mine last night um, about the Defender, and I was talking to her, and, you know, I was like, it, the new one is not the same at all. It 
the interior has you know touches of the old one the yeah. exterior has somewhat like, similar design in yeah. some ways the backlights not at all no but the thing is you know and i thought like i've driven the old ones in they are objectively the old defender is one of the worst cars i've ever driven objectively but, that is, but you know what that's part of the fun exactly the fact that it is so terrible to drive is what makes mm -hmm. it so fun and so yeah. charming and just exactly. it's special its exactly. shortcomings are what make it special i i love driving them like when i yeah. get in one i'm like wow like but yeah. so i when i sold my bath i had a week where i borrowed the black defender and i can't get into car parks because it's too high the turning circle is shocking um but i know people say the 2.2 liter engine the diesel engine is transit engine that's shocking and it is but it's quite fun just going along starting in second just bombing along you, you yeah. do feel inv invincible in it yeah because i've um, driven so yeah. i've driven two old ones i've driven an import with the diesel and i've driven an nas of the v8 mm -hmm. and an automatic um yeah the 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 the, the import one was uh, very you have, to, you have to have it a certain age to import it, don't you? Yeah, in the US, 25 years. So you, yeah, so it, it'd be interesting for you to see the 2015 one mm. we have, because yeah. compared to the 1989 one, it feels a lot more solid, but the factory V8 is easier to drive. Really? Your, your foot doesn't hurt as much from the clutch when you get out. Yeah, so. the one I drove was a 93 110. I think it was 300, 200 TDI. I don't, I don't remember. It was, um, it was not the one I did the video with back no. over the summer. Um, I, I did, that. I never drove that one, but, um, yeah. But they, but no, like I was saying, like the thing that he, they, the thing that is just abundant in the old and the new Defender or I, that's the wrong words. The thing about the new Defender is it still has that go anywhere, do anything spirit that the old one does. Yeah. You, know, you get in and you feel invincible. And even though this old one, you have to put some work into it, but you still, yeah. you still feel like you can conquer the world. And hell, yeah. the world was conquered in, you know, series, you know, three more, just series Land Rovers, you know, the 110, the 90s. No, it's just, that's just how it was. And yeah, yeah, you can't not love a defender. No, you need to be, you, know, you need to be a bit messed up in here <laughs> to, to not, you know. I, I absolutely, I love the community. So yeah. that's why I like Land Rovers and yeah. Volkswagen so much because the community is so strong. People mm -hmm. are so enthusiastic and they've always got stories. So many people I've met are like, I passed my test in a 19 something Land Rover and I'm like, wow. Or they're like, I had a Mark II Golf GTI when it first launched. And I just love hearing those stories from people. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It's, it's, the, the, here in the US, I'd say the community, like the Volkswagen community is huge. Uh, the Land Rover community is big. It's nowhere near as big as it is in the UK, obviously. There is a big um, market for Land Rover defenders, isn't there, in, the, in America? Yeah. I mean, NAS defenders, North American spec cars, you're, really lucky to find one under a hundred thousand dollars that's how expensive yeah. they are they are that's mad that is madness yeah. 
I mean, I would love to have an old one and a new one. It would, you know. That, yeah, that is the goal. I'd love to have an old one. So I just kind of real quick going back, like if I would, if I were to change anything, I, it's hard. I don't know. I would love the white roof. I didn't get it, but the more I see the white roof, I don't know if I like it as much. Steel wheels as well. I wanted the steel wheels. My pe- my mom would my mom would not let me get steel wheels. No, she but like, it's quite cool. It, it is quite cool. It's a Land Rover with steel wheels. It is. it is. I like them. I mean, my mom. She was like, "You're not getting those wheels on a Land Rover. You know that looks like something out of a." I know, I know. The soul or something like that. Yeah. She doesn't understand. No, I know. I mean, our our factory V8, we modified it for some reason. And now that was all the fashion, but now it's like, take it back to original. So we've got the white steelies back on it. Yeah. Painting the roof white again, putting the uh, county stickers back on it. Yeah. Um, we had Defender written on the bonnet, which really upsets me now thinking about it because we've changed that. But it says Defender 110. Yeah. <laughs> I literally used to think it was a Defender because it just said Defender before I knew much about cars. Yeah. Um, but I'm glad that it's, I don't think we'll put the original seats back in it because we've had the seats for so much, so long. But the outside, it should look original yeah. now. Yeah. And that's what I was saying. I'd love a new one and an old one. I would love to do, get an old one. I, I probably wouldn't do an, I'd love an NAS, but I would be, I would love to repaint it in Pangea green, the same color that mine is. Like an old one in that color would look awesome, but I, I could not do that to an NAS unless no, it was in really what? rough condition. I love that because that is exactly what I wanted to do with yeah. my mock. I wanted to wrap my TCR in jade green. Um, the same as mine but now I've got a TCR and it comes with pure grey and that's mm-hmm. the only colour that that exact yeah. car comes with I'm like I don't think I can wrap a TCR in pu- a jade green because it would look cool if it was a standard GTI I probably would mm-hmm. but because of what it is I think I'll probably get a lot of hate for doing it yeah yeah but I need to get a picture of them together I haven't done it yet do you, do, you have, do you have like a driveway problem? Like, do you have just so many cars that like you need to move cars just to get into something? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I'm not even joking. We have a serious problem. So <laughs> my sister's back from uni um, and she's got a, she's got a Jeep Wrangler, the red one. I don't know if you've seen it. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. And she's also now got a CLK 430 2000, um, which she, uh, they're quite long, big, cars and I'm like yeah. ah this like ruins the how where everyone parks because everyone has their own space but yeah yeah and I've noticed with my TCR when I'm turning around it emergency breaks me because it thinks I'm crashing and I'm like yeah. I'm not I'm used to this this is how I turn around yeah I kind of have my I kind of have that problem it's not as bad right now we're um renovating part of my house and there's a dumpster and portable toilet in the driveway and we we have a three-car garage so like uh my dad my mom and i park in the garage my sister's car is in the driveway and there's all sorts of just in my garage there's tile and a table saw and speakers and just all sorts of just crap so no one's parking other than my dad who parks his audi in my mom's spot (laughs) is 
parking in the garage and everyone else is banished to the driveway or the street or whatever but um that stresses me out parking on the street yeah. I've, I've, like so my mark ii actually got stolen a long time ago a couple of years ago um and ev i got it back literally the next day i found it nothing was wrong with it mm -hmm. but ever since then i have been quite ocd with car security um do you have one of those what do they call yeah, it theft block or something like that isn't that what they call like the box yeah yeah i've got all of that all of that I, I I genuinely do not understand why car theft is such a problem in that country. In the UK, I mean, it's, it, I don't get it. I mean, yeah, in the UK. So easy. Like, I've seen videos of people literally just like standing around and waiting for you to lock your car so they can just clone the signal. But it is stressful. Yeah. You see in the it, US, cars get stolen, yeah. but not to that extent. I mean, it, yeah, there is a big car theft issue in the yeah. UK. So I will that, say keyless entry. I've put a lot of security. I won't say what I've put on, but I've put a lot of security on yeah. it already. So. I, I will say my um, my doctor uh, a couple years ago, he or his wife's BMW X3 got stolen out of their garage. I did. Yeah. Someone somehow got into their garage and you know, got the car, started it up, opened up their garage, left, closed it, and yeah, it was stolen. I mean, they couldn't find it, and their insurance, you know, paid them out. And then uh, they found the car, and it had, like, some curbed wheels and something. Yeah. But it came back, and they didn't take it back because they got the money for it. But yeah, it was as soon as I, I literally found my golf the day after in a nearby place. And um, they'd actually, there was nothing wrong with it. They'd hotwired it really badly, um, but they hadn't smashed the windows and they'd yeah. actually fixed the bent fuel cap. <laughs> so I'm thinking I, it was just someone that just went for a joyride. Um, and then I just went a bit manic, posting all over social media, going to loads of local places. And found it wow. and i honestly i can't express how sad i would have been if i never had that back because <laughs> it's like for me it's not about the money like i get so attached to cars that mm -hmm. that one is like that's a keeper forever yeah so I, I'm I, I getting it i do miss my old disco four it was um, i know I, I i feel like you do it was problematic kind of at the end um yeah I, we, it was a love-hate relationship i imagine yeah in, I never had the timing chain issues. I took care yeah. of it. The timing chain issues that plague that engine. Um, I never had that, but yeah. all the other stuff, the uh, coolant crossover pipes, water pumps, uh, my, my transmission blew in that. That was bad. It blew. I was in North Carolina. I literally just left the Land Rover Experience Center at the Biltmore State for an owner's day. Yeah, you know, This was six hours away from home. And I got on the highway and transmission just starts going erratic and it, 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 it blew. So in, well, then we called AAA roadside assistance. They got us a tow truck eventually arrived and then they got us an Uber and we had to Uber to the airport to get a rental car and then drive back home. It was just, 
I was off-roading all morning. Car was perfectly fine. Transmission was acting normal. As soon as I get on the highway. Yeah, that was an expensive. That was a very expensive fix. Yeah. Thank God I have a friend that, that one of my good friends, he, um, his family owns a transmission shop and they, they specialize in a lot of Land Rovers. So they, uh, they helped me out immensely on that. Um, it was still a used transmission, but it was still expensive, but yeah, it was better than a, than an $11,000 transmission replacement that the dealer would have charged. Yeah, exactly. So, but, uh, I do miss that car. It was, um, it, it had yeah, issues, I but it, it, in that engine was so thirsty, but it didn't matter. It didn't matter. So let's, um, I guess we'll start to kind of wrap things up here. And, you know, at the end, I know, I know you've told me you've listened to a couple of these, you know, I always end with some questions. Um, so I guess we kind of already went over it, you know, I guess, but I know you wanted to talk about it. You told me, uh, so kind of what got you into cars? Like what, what that, you know, um, so it was the factory V8 110 that we've had in the fam. So I'm 23. I think we've had it in the family for 19 years. So we bought, dad bought uh, that um, and a chocolate Labrador at the same time. So my childhood was literally family adventures with the chocolate Labrador in the red defender. Yeah. I say, def we call it the red defender. I know it's not a defender. Um, yeah going on adventures it never broke down on us it's done over two hundred thousand miles now wow. which is basically we did all that um it it was such a happy car and it still is it's not used much it's i, I feel bad for it it's hardly used anymore but we're trying to sort of preserve it mm -hmm. but that is what got me into cars um that and my dad he is a complete petrol head mm -hmm. i used to be not dragged around i used to, i literally i used to watch the formula one even though I didn't enjoy it, I would just sit there and watch it just yeah. because I wanted to like be like, ah, I love it. I love cars. But now, like I fully love cars. Um, so my sort of childhood was around cars and yeah, that's yeah. how I got into it. Yeah. So um, next question, so what car or cars um, do you currently own? And also throw into that, what was your first car? Which I know, I know what your first car was. And, do you? Um, yeah, you post about it all the time. Right? Do I? I've seen several. Yeah, the what do you want me to say it or? Yeah, go on. The Jeep Renegade. Oh yeah, yeah. Which is Aww. those I are everywhere. Yeah, yeah, so at the moment I've got a Mark II Golf GTI, eight valve, small bumper, jade green, um, and nineteen eighty nine. Did I say that? No. No. Nineteen eighty nine, and then I've just bought a. Volkswagen Golf GTI TCR, which is touring car racing. Um, my first car was the Jeep Renegade Limited 1.6 Multi-Jet with a sunroof. So people are like, I, it was brand new. People are like, oh my gosh, how did you get that? Um, Cause that, it had just come out at the time, 2015. Mm -hmm. um, I wanted to lease something because I knew I didn't want to keep it. Um, and it was a, it was when it just launched and it was incredibly cheap. It was some, it was the same as like getting a Corsa or a Polo. Um, so I had that on a four year lease, kept it for four years, absolutely loved it. Then bought the Mark II Golf GTI 
then got the Arbath. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I've had a Disco 4 Defender. That, that's it. Yeah. You know, people in the US keep their cars a lot longer. Than people in the I, I kept the Jeep quite a long time. Like four yeah. years. Yeah. Or even five years. It was, yeah. It's funny. But, I was, um, or go ahead. Go ahead. The issue is with me. I also decided to lease the Arbath. And then realized I loved it too much. So I ended up buying it at the end of its lease because yeah. I loved it. So I don't lease now. I just buy because I ended up wanting to keep everything. Yeah. And I would have kept that Renegade. And I've always said I'd like to buy it back in like 10 years time. But I type it in on the system and it doesn't come up. So I hope it's got a personalized play and it's not written off or I'll be upset. <laughs> it's funny. I was, um, this was 2016. So the Renegade was out for a couple of years. But I was in, so July 2016, uh, my family went on a cruise in the Mediterranean Sea. And the starting port um, was the, the town of Civitavecchia, Italy, which is the port for Rome. And in the port, there were thousands and thousands and thousands of Jeep renegades <laughs> waiting to be sent all over the world. And my dad was like, why are there Jeeps here in, in, in Italy at a shipping port? Like he, he, and I was like, oh yeah, this, this, you know, it might say Jeep on it, but it's, it's actually based on a Fiat. So it's yeah. made here. It's made in Italy. It's, 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 you know, it's. It's not a proper Jeep. I'll say that. Don't know. And I did, I, I've never liked the back of them. They're ugly, but it was good value for money. It had so much technology in it. And yeah. yeah. I think they still are good value, to be honest. Oh, they're everywhere here. I mean, every, I mean, yeah. It's a uh, Jeep. Everyone's got a Jeep Renegade. I mean, it's Aww. it's 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 insane. Um, they will but, always have a special place in my heart. The little Renegades. Yeah, I don't. I think they're uh, offering capability for what they are. Very good. Yeah. For, for what it is. Um. So what is. This, this is a broad question, but favorite and least favorite car? If you know, you, yeah, you don't have to answer. I mean, that's a really broad question. That's okay. Probably, I'll just say what came to my head is a Bentley Bentayga. Interesting. I know. I people call them fugly, but I absolutely love them because I just love them. They've grown on me. When they came out, I did not like it at them. all. They and are. Then, I, that would be like. That's what I want. So. I, I would love, and then I didn't like it when it came out and it grew, it grew on me. And then they did the facelift last year, two years ago. And that yeah. was like, okay, that looks awesome. They do. I facelift. love a Bentley. Um, least favorite car. I'm just going to be, forever, everyone's probably least favorite car. No, no offense. It's probably, I, I don't even know how to say it. The Fiat, well, how oh, do you the say it? Not multiplier, yeah, yeah, no, not a fan of that. And the one, and I think it's a Nissan, but I, I, I haven't even bothered. And it's oh, neat. is it the Duke? No, yeah, I don't like the Duke. Um, I'm not offended by it. It is what it is, but it's, it's like a cube. I can't. Oh, the cube. It. Yeah, the cube. Yeah, yeah. It's called the cube. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Shows how much I'm, I know about them. But yeah, 
I, just, I get it. I saw a really pimped up one and I was like, yeah. oh, uh, okay, you're definitely different. I respect that they're different, but I God, if he had a pimped out cube, you I'd say he probably wears fake Burberry hats. Yeah, probably. Probably you, you chav. Oh. You know, yeah, we, don't, I, we we don't have chavs here in the US. That's a UK thing. Yeah. So he know, yeah. It, it, yeah, no. That's what I know about it, to be honest. It's not, it's not, I just don't like them. I don't know. I got a, but I don't like them. I got a Burberry wallet, and one of my friends in England told me I just got like 10 chav points for that. No, not a Burberry. That's what the, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say, I'd say if it was Gucci, then yeah. 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 Burberry is, no, we like Burberry. You, you, Louis Vuitton, is that popular? That can be chavy. The issue is, is a lot of people have fakes. Mm -hmm. So it just depends. I'll tell you I'm, what. I'm a Prada girl. Fair enough. Prada and Burberry. I don't do designer stuff other than um, I have my Burberry wallet. Uh, actually, I did, yeah. get a, I, did get a, I did get a Burberry sport coat that was... I, I don't do designer either apart yeah. from if it's a handbag. Accessories, yes. Yeah. Clothes, no. I don't do clothes, because, but yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. I I did invest in a Prada coat once, and I absolutely love it. Um, but I never wear it because I'm too scared. So, I just literally accessories is the way forward because because style it with a lot of different outfits. Yeah. I got I got a Burberry sport coat that was two thousand dollars, and I wow. paid I paid. Three hundred sixty dollars for it. See, good. You know, like paying for. I'm not spending that. Out. No, I know. I always get. We have a place called Bista Village in um the which actually you should go there. It's brilliant. Um, so it has Prada, Gucci. It is all like second last season, mm -hmm. but that doesn't bother me. I'm. No. I would much rather spend the money, save money, get a nice handbag, and buy car parts. <laughs> Exactly. But I do have a nice handbag and I can appreciate it. So that's why I tend to go to like Vista Village where they're yeah. a lot cheaper. Yeah, so. no, I got I got my coats from um it's gray market. So it's okay. legit. It's but it, it's it's gray market. It's it's called Joma Shop. Um okay. they do their their main specialty is watches. I'm a big watch guy, I get all my watches from there. Um yeah. they do it, so like with their watches you don't get the full factory warranty you get their own in-house warranty which is pretty good for the most part but i got this there um yeah. this, this is a tutor um we've my dad's bought stuff from them but if you want a rolex yeah. they don't they don't they don't do discounts because that's just how rolex works there's there's no yeah. discounts on rolex that's a brand. i got my i have a tag hoyer i got that from there and i got good taste I like it. It was that was that was that was my first nice watch. That was uh, I got how much money did I get off of that? I got like thirteen hundred dollars off. So it was yeah. Yeah. See, at this Vista, I they have a watch shop. So go there. I is recommend it, it. Is it? Is this in London? It's. I think it's Oxford Way. So it's an hour from. Okay. An hour and a half from London, but so many people go there. Um, yeah, it's brilliant. Send me the info of if I have time. I will yeah. 
definitely look into that. So, um, it's crazy though. Yeah, I have a couple more questions. So, um, first of all, um, what is um, what are what is the most interesting and or weird car that you've driven? The interesting or weird or just something that comes to mind that's maybe different or you know. The Honda E. Really? Yeah, that's I love it. I love it. It. Do you know what it reminds me of? A Mark II Golf in the really? way it looks with headlights at the front. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. But do you know what it? I like it. It. It's so cute. It's so cute. Yeah, that's. I don't think you can really. That's. That's all just, I can yeah. say about. It's cute. Yeah. I agree. It's 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 not something I'd buy. It's not sold here. Um, I actually would buy it. Really? They're yeah. cheap. Are they? They're cheap, right? Or I think they're about thirty. Oh wow! I think in, so. In, in U.S. Cheap. in U.S. dollars, first of all, yeah, car in U, pounds to U.S. dollars a direct conversion is not always um uh accurate. Yeah. yeah. But they, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a solid one. For me, the one of the weirdest cars I've ever driven was a Chevy SSR. It's, okay. Uh, here, I'll, I'll pull this up. It's, it's, um, it's a pickup truck slash sports car slash, I don't even really know. Um, it's, Oh, what is yeah. that? Yeah. You see, when I was a kid, oh, I thought wow. this was cool. Like, I, I had, like, Hot Wheels of these, Matchbox of these. Okay. Uh, it has a Corvette engine. It's got the engine from a Corvette. You know, like, 400 horsepower. It is quite cute. It's, it's nice. It's, it's not nice. It's different. No, it's not. It's, 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 it's strange. And it's driven by old people. Old people. Yes, they didn't. They, they stopped making this in like 2006 or something like that. It's right. it's old. Yeah. But it's uh it's a uh, oof. Isn't it yeah. funny that 2006 is deemed as old now? Yeah. I mean, I think 2010 was new, but that was like 12 years ago. I know. I mean, I I'm seeing stuff. I'm listening to like I was listening. Oh, what um, what year did? I was listening to the radio. Uh, let's. What? What did? So I was. I was on the radio. I was in the car. I was radio turned on. Yeah. And "Fancy" by Iggy Azalea. Oh yeah. That song came on, and I looked that up. Twenty fourteen is when that came out, and I was like, That's "Jesus crazy. Christ." And then um, also recently I heard, oh, what? I put it on my playlist. I can't, I can't remember what that song was. But there's, it was, um, it was, oh yeah, Party Rock Anthem. Remember that? LMFAO, Party Rock Anthem. 2010. That was, uh, I'm pulling it up now. That was... Yeah, 2010. Is that when it came out? 
Is I reckon 2010. Now my thing won't load. What? Uh, you, uh, I kind of lost you. Well, Did you? you're frozen. I can hear you. Now you're back. Okay, <laughs> now, I, now I have you. I don't have anything on my phone, which is a bit strange. I, let's uh, just do it on the laptop. When did Rocky? Oh, here we go. Twenty eleven. That was eleven I years was ago. Close. I was close. Yeah, and I remember that being like on the radio, and like I remember sitting in the front seat of my mom's disco for it ended up being mine, listening to that on the radio, and it was just like, man, times were simple back then, weren't they? Didn't have to worry yeah. about anything. It was no, just exactly. life. Um, so, all right, so a couple, just a couple more. Um, so what is a car uh, that is not sold in your home market, UK, that uh, interests you, that you'd like to drive? Probably a Golf GTI, just to see the difference. I'm not even going to lie. I've heard that there's, there's no, I mean, in terms of the way they drive, there's pretty much no difference. Um, I would like to try a lot of the big, like, GMCs. Okay. Like yes. a Yukon or a, or a yeah. Chevy Suburban. Yeah, they're actually quite nice. They, they are nice cars. Um, and some muscle cars. Yeah. Yeah. If you ever, you got to drive a Hellcat. Yeah. Dodge Challenger, Charger, Hellcat. Proper way, car. way more sophisticated than you would ever imagine. Yeah. Because considering they, they were, <laughs> that platform dates back to when Daimler, it was Daimler Chrysler, when Mercedes on Chrysler. Yeah. So there are, I think the rear suspension from the E-Class of the late 90s. They're still using that platform today, but it's it's all been overhauled. Those are actually, are, yeah. um, they're a bit uncontrollable, but they're cool. Um, yeah. I will say that Bronco, new Bronco. Ford Bronco, yes. How could I have yeah. missed that? Yeah, Those are good. That's, like a, that's like a Defender to me. It drives more like an old Defender than the new Defender. It, yeah, I'd like it, to drive one. It's, you know, your sister has a Wrangler. So it's, it, it, the Bronco is a happy medium between a Wrangler and a new Defender. Interesting. But closer to the Wrangler. I don't, I don't like her Wrangler, the way it drives, because it's very, like, all over the place. Yeah, they, they all it's drive like, like that. The, the new one, the JL, that's been out since 2018 is a lot better, but it's still, yeah, it's still like 20, the same. 2014. Um, so... Well, uh, last question. I ask everyone this. Um, still kind of the beginning of the year, but we'll include last year. So what is your car of the year? What car have you driven in the past year that impressed you so much? You know, just like. The Audi e-tron GT. Really? Yes, huh? because I was quite, oh my hands are still covered in pen. I was. <laughs> So I was quite like, I'm not ready for electric cars. Um, and it surprised me. I think there's a video of me literally going, oh, because of how fast it was. I was so surprised. Yeah. And I love the sound it makes. Yeah. I, uh, I, think, that's, uh, I think that's what Tish they, said, too. I yeah. think that was her car. It, it was a great car. And like, I don't like the sound electric cars make, but yeah. they added some sort of sound. Which Tish wouldn't, yeah. Tish would know. I can't remember what the sound was, but I think it was something simple like, 
I don't know how they yeah. made it. Yeah, I drove I, one. Did you? Which one did you drive? Was it the RS? No. I drove an RS. No, I just drove the GT. I think it was before the RS came out. In I was very impressed. So for me, it, it was the Porsche Taycan Turbo. That was my car. See, I haven't it, driven, so I can't compare yet. And in the and I I was like, I was like, this is first and foremost a Porsche. It happens to be electric. Blew me, blew my mind. Very expensive, yes, but yeah. Um, and then I months later I drove the e-tron and it was they're based it's the same platform they were similar porsche was more sporty i yeah. thought you know it's a porsche uh but yeah. the, the e-tron gt was for the rs e-tron gt or whatever it is the rs version was you know within 10 percent, and it was a hell of a lot cheaper yeah so i mean i i it's a solid choice i really like that um also you know what ford maki i fell in love with that it's okay. it's ugly, it, it's ugly. Uh, it's yeah not be called a mustang but no. in terms of the way it drives yeah it kind of feels like a sports car especially the gt with the adaptive shocks okay does drive very well um mm -hmm. but for me my car you know i say it every week at this or i say it whenever i have a guest Cadillac CT5 V Blackwing. That okay. thing was it here it, it competes with the RS7, the E63, the M5. Yeah. Um it's rear wheel drive. It's the only one that's still rear wheel drive. Nice. It has a supercharged V8, makes 668 horsepower. Standard comes with a six-speed manual. Very nice. And it is thirty odd thousand dollars cheaper than all of them. Yeah. And yeah, you get inside; it's not as nice, but no. It in the, the other, way it drives. It's the way it drives. I don't know if um, you've seen this. Uh, these things. I don't think I don't think they're ugly. They're not the most attractive cars ever made, but. Um, this is uh, this is it. Okay. That's right, a cool. They do a matte green, the gold yeah. wheels. It's like trying to be an M5 CS. I don't, I don't like those wheels, but no. um, I do have gold wheels. I'm not it's, a big fan. It's a guilty pleasure, mainly on a Corrado. Yeah, but. The thing is with this, so what's cool is that the platform this is based on um, debuted in 2012. Uh, yeah. It underpinned the previous generation of these cars, and it's called the Alpha Platform. And the benchmark for GM was the E46 3 Series. This, yeah. Their whole thing was this car needs to drive as yeah. well, if not better, than an E46. Yeah. And in a lot of ways... Um, it's right up there with E46 in terms of driving dynamics. It, it, this drives more like a BMW, yeah. pretty much any BMW on sale. And I mean that. And um, yeah, the inside's a little bit cheap-ish. It's not too bad. Um, that's, that's the normal CT5. That's not even the V. The V has really nice like Recaro bucket seats. Um, but yeah, it's... It, and it, it, it was 
in the, the thing I love about it, you'd think almost 700 horsepower rear wheel drive. You'd think it'd be a handful. You just yeah. put your foot down. It spins tires, won't move. Not the case. It has GM's performance traction management system, PTM. It, yes, it's electronic, but it, 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 it improves you as a driver. You can turn it completely off and spin the tires and drift and do whatever you want it, but it, 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 it puts its power down almost like it's all wheel drive, even with the six speed. In the manual, it was a great shifter clutch, a bit heavy, but that's to be expected with a car with, you know, almost 700 horsepower, but it's totally yeah. usable. And they do a smaller one that competes with the M3 that has a V6 twin turbo. And I've driven that, but that one was an automatic. It handled better. Um, yeah. But that engine just wasn't as good as the V8. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just, but yeah, and it's Cadillac's last ever internal combustion performance cars and uh they're going out with a bang and as they, they did, should and they did a fantastic job yeah which actually they kind of lied it's not their last v8 performance car because they're putting this engine in the escalate <laughs> so that uh, will that, be that will be interesting um yeah but, be yeah so we'll wrap this up here so amelia thank you so much for coming on why don't you just you know yeah. tell everyone you know where to find you socials so it's basically amelia underscore automotive um on everything it's the same apart from twitter which is mark two underscore amelia so. i think you're the only one that's come on here that has twitter i don't even have twitter i don't use twitter that much I i've never had it i don't use it i yeah all i yeah. use is facebook it's i use facebook for like family stuff on instagram mostly i just got on tiktok I Snapchat, but I don't use that anymore. TikTok and Instagram are the main ones I use. Yeah. I will be starting YouTube. So I've got some things planned for that. Yeah. Great. And I said, yeah, that's YouTube's the same. Yes. There's no underscore. I have got the account. I just haven't posted anything yet. So. Well, Amelia, it's thank coming. you. Yeah. Again, thank you so much for coming on. And uh, we'd love to have you back on sometime down the road. Thank you for having me. You're very welcome.